0: Alright everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today.
1: What's up everybody? It's your Draft Queens. It's Kate and Michelle and we're coming to you on this chilly. There's a breeze in the air. It's October and we're looking at week four square in the eyes and so glad to be coming to you as every week. Michelle, happy week four looking ahead and happy week three looking back. We've made it this far. We made it a quarter of the way through. Can you believe
0: it? I can't. Whoa, when you put it that way, no, I can't really believe it. That's kind of crazy already.
1: I know. I know. It doesn't feel... I shouldn't have said that. I take it back. I take it back immediately. <laughs> Stop making it go away so fast, Kate. It just started. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess uh, this week will be about a quarter of the way through the season, unless, uh, you know, my math isn't quite the best, but... How do you feel on this crisp, wonderful, I got I got out of bed today, I was so excited because we talked about this last episode, September starts to feel like football season, you know, you can still go outside, maybe you get part of the heat wave. October, that's when it turns over. And you're up in the Catskills, so how, the foliage must be turning over, you got your pumpkin beers, how is it? We are in peak, uh,
0: leaf- Peeping season, as they call it up here, and you're right. I, I the the color, the color change of the leaves is like synonymous with football. It it, it really is like it's oh, it, yeah. it feels like it now. I totally agree with you. Um, and so yeah, I I'm looking forward to some more fall uh, football games. Uh, and and talking week four. I really, I don't really want to talk about what happened in our matchup
1: last week we got to talk about it Uh, I I mean uh, I'm gonna the pain and the agony I know you should well
0: you should rub it in you absolutely should rub it in because guess what if I won I would be rubbing it in and you know this
1: uh, you know uh, it was a neck and neck race for quite a while between you and I And then I would say on Sunday night after the Saints game, even though, and the Saints, wow, we got to talk about them just later in the show, but um, Drew on paper had a really great game and um, it was my quarterback that kind of pushed across the line because Deshaun Watson, even being even after last week, everyone said he was a sin I know. and you started I him know. and you were right and he played well and I was shaking in my boots. I had a couple guys that really went off, you know, like Mark Andrews did pretty well and he put the nail in the coffin on Monday night. But up until that point, up until Drew Brees, I wasn't quite I sure know, who I know. was taking K- the cake. Kate
0: and I like basically refused to text each other all day because it was so close <laughs> that there was no point of like trying to trash talk because three seconds later the lead would change. There was no point; like we just could not communicate all day long because it was way too close for comfort. And Drew Brees had a monster game, which was amazing. I had some pretty, you know, crappy picks. Well, I thought they were good, but then they weren't. Um, my Drew Sample did, like, barely caught a ball for me. And I think what Kate and I talked about was I picked out Marquise Valdez-Scantling thinking Devontae Adams is, is hurt. And so Green Bay, they're going to put up a lot of points, which they did. And here mm-hmm. I was thinking Marquez was the good pickup. He's going to get a bunch of looks. He got nothing, and that totally a, killed me going into the Monday night game.
1: A little, a little teeny tiny bit too cute. A little, I, bit I too do cute. agree.
0: I, that was the first thing I texted Kate on like Monday Monday morning, or or maybe it was Tuesday morning after it was like final, final. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You won. Congratulations. I de- I definitely got too cute this week.
1: Just a teeny bit. I mean, I think you had some really, you you had some really great calls, and we really were neck and neck. Dude, between... we had
0: we had the Lockett and uh,
1: Metcalf battle, which was fucking exactly. awesome. That was awesome. Okay, can we just talk about the the first touchdown Ooh. throw attempt to DK Metcalf? That like was a
0: sixty-plus yarder. Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 and then I was like, yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Any phones it is. that was really DK. embarrassing
0: that's like really that embarrassing like that's like rookie. peewee that's like some peewee football shit right there that's not you. Yeah. you can't you can't do that you gotta run all the way into the end zone with the football don't hot dog or else guess what that's that's what's gonna happen
1: yeah it was like super 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 rookie he brought it back but i mean like I was scared when Lockett was going off and you were just (laughs) racking up 37 (laughs) points. I'm like, I'm done. Like, that's the end. And then DK, and then I got, you know, the feeling of like, you turn off the TV, you wanna watch the game, okay? You want to watch the Seahawks game. Everybody wants to watch Seahawks Dallas. Great game, especially like to kick off the season. But you can't watch because I'm watching your player obliterate <laughs> my team in fantasy. I turn off the TV just as soon as I do it. He stops acting like a rookie and throwing balls into the end zone that he's, he can't seem to catch. I legit did uh, not.
0: And- I did not watch the Monday night game. I was like so distraught after a stressful, after a stressful um, Sunday that Monday came yeah. around. I knew you had someone. I knew I had someone, but I was like, I just can't do this to myself I was so mad when I went to Uh bed Sunday night that I just couldn't watch it but that's all to say good win in in effort because we are you know a team here together on this show thank god you're not zero and three if it was at my demise uh, fine I'll uh, that's fine I'll live (laughs) I'll live
1: (laughs) yeah we're so just for bookkeeping bookkeeping purposes we've still got a bet on the table if you haven't listened to our bet go back to episode one and, and take a listen, because we kicked the season off that way with a really dope bet. Um, but right now, I am 1-2. Michelle is 2-1. I had a really, really shitty first two games. That was excellent. Um, and I'm number 12 in our 14 league, and Michelle is number 6. So didn't really bring me up much to beat you this week, but... Step-by-step, right? Step-by-step. And and there's about to be a lot of weirdness in fantasy football. Uh. So I think everybody's fate is is not even near sealed. So if you're listening to this and you also had a Saquon moment, if you have Julio Jones, if you have Christian McCaffrey, there's hope for you yet. We're going to get you across the line. (laughs) Even with everyone hurt and COVID is finally hitting the NFL, guys. Here it comes. This is it. Here it comes. So
0: I think I think we should take that and go right into the huddle because we've got lots of headlines to talk about this morning.
1: All right, Michelle, let's get right into it. There's no reason to delay. We are in the thick of the best part of the year where we have every single sport going on. So we have a lot to huddle on. And it's another wordy week. If you're listening at home, there's a lot of tongue twisting to be had. These are long ones. A wordy week, indeed. A wordy week with the queens. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, this is a long one. But it's really because... We we have every single sport happening right now, and if you're new to the show, welcome. We're so glad to have you. If you're an OG, you already know the drill here. We It's our 60-second drill. Michelle and I are going through as many of the top headlines as of Thursday, October 1st in the evening that we can possibly get through. So by the time you hear this on Friday morning, you have the latest and greatest across not just football, not just fantasy but every sport you can possibly be interested in. So um, you know the deal. I've got 60 seconds on the alternative for our shot clock, Michelle. If I turn it over to you and count you off, you'll take that first headline and we'll run with it. What do you think? All right. I'm ready. Ready to do it. All right. In three, two, one, go for it. The Tampa Bay Lightning blank the Dallas Stars to capture the Stanley Cup. The French Open is underway in Paris with crowd sizes reduced from 5,000 to 1,000 per day due to COVID. LeBron James faces his old team in the NBA
0: Finals as the Lakers take on the Heat, but Miami's Bam Albadeo, oh my God, you're killing me with these, and Goran Drockett are listed as oh doubtful God. for game two. Uh,
1: we'll get back to it. Uh, the MLB is in the wildcard and the playoffs.
0: Nice. Sunday's game between Pittsburgh Steelers and Tennessee Titans has been postponed until later this
1: week. No. Um, Serena Williams withdraws from the French Open with an Achilles injury.
0: Uh, oh, some more on the MLB. The wildcard playoffs have been extended to the best of three-game series in light of the shortened season.
1: Okay. NASCAR Cup Series running its first dirt race since 1970, and Nash- both Nashville and Austin are also added. Four seconds. Four seconds. The WNBA Finals matchup between the Aces and the Storm should be a battle as both no. teams have. <laughs> All right, let me stop this. All right, we, you know what? We're 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 getting there. I I think the sweet spot is always eight headlines. Eight headlines. Yeah, That's... but we can't just play it safe. We gotta we gotta
0: try to jam some more in there for
1: the people for the fans. Yeah. Well, it looks like we got cut off for uh, WNBA, but we've got a lot of basketball updates. I know. Well, the WMA
0: one's kind of cool because the Aces and the Storm both led their respective divisions um, in with their records this year and both have MVP candidates on the team. So that should be a very fun matchup indeed. I'll have to tune in because also, I'm not... You do, what are these? I, I'm the worst when I see names that I can't print. I know I know how to say them, but like when I... like, You know when you know how to say names, but then when you see it written down, you just totally... Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, all the time because I try you, to
0: usually do it to you, but you got me this week.
1: No, I got you this week. I added this in last minute. Sneaky sneaky. That was uh, super
0: sneaky. I was like, I wrote that headline. Oh wait. <laughs> it's
1: been I, I added some fluff to that particular headline. Um Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic.
0: Yeah, are, I like I you hear those names all the time, yeah. but like I'm so not used to seeing them on paper that I, I totally know. botched them.
1: Well apologies. The, don't worry about it, because Autobio and Dragich are kind of hard to pronounce on paper. <laughs> and then uh, also Jimmy Butler, right? Um, I think oh he I don't know ro- that
0: would that would be rough for for the heat.
1: Well, I think he's got a a rolled ankle that he's dealing with from game one. He's still playing, but as of like an hour ago, when I turned off ESPN, Autobio and Drogic are both listed as doubtful for Game Oof. Two. I think Oof. that's on Saturday, if not tomorrow. Oof. So, or hey, tomorrow would be today t- if you're listening.
0: We dropped some. We dropped some knowledge on the uh, the wild card, and I'm happy to say that the Yankees have already won their best of three games. I saw that.
1: I saw that, and I, really- I. watched
0: the first game in full, and it was it was so fun to watch. And then last night, I was watching Game Two, but there was some gnarly weather in Cleveland, so it didn't start till much later. Um, I honestly thought they weren't going to play at all, but I guess they got it in last night and they uh, they 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 took it home.
1: Yeah, I saw the the push notifications that it was pushing off, pushing off, pushing off, but it happened to be a beautiful night in New York. All things considered, so uh, and they've been putting up big numbers lately. So we're very happy Yankee fans, aren't we?
0: Indeed, we are. That yeah. is true.
1: That what else is going true. on in the world? We've got baseball. We've got NBA. I thought,
0: I thought that Serena news was like kind of crazy. I mean, I, I wonder, I mean, so the French open normally comes earlier in the year. they they mm-hmm. they they pushed it back because of, you know, covid and and technically happens um usually before the u s. open and now the u s. open has already been played and they're they're up and running in Paris now. I, I wonder, I don't know. I wonder. I didn't see the injury um, for for Serena, but Achilles is pretty tough. I wonder if it has anything to do with, I mean, I feel like they just finished playing the U.S. Open. I wonder if, like, this new schedule is sort of, I mean, all these athletes, I wonder if all these weird new schedules, no preseasons, different times of the year for these tournaments – I I feel like all of it is just like subjecting, you know, these these athletes to, you know, different elements and different situations that a lot of their bodies are are, you know, just not uh holding up for unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I feel like we could coin a term for this year in sports and it's kind of like we are I mean, all of our all of our national treasures are getting hurt and why is I this know. happening? Like uh, first of all... Honestly, 2020. Just blame it all. Everything, just blame it on
0: 2020.
1: Well, listen, we've got Serena Williams down and out. We've got uh, people bowing out left and right from even competing. We have... All these NBA people getting hurt. We've got every starter, like every number one through three running back, wide receiver, everyone's out in the the NFL. It's like basically every
0: everyone from the top ten of the fantasy draft is now on IR. <laughs> I cannot
1: believe it. And if as if that wasn't enough and as if the onslaught couldn't end soon enough. Now that we're actually into fall and just as some of the some of the media has been predicting, um, I'm no doctor, but knowing flu season and the resurgence of covid coming this fall, potentially now it's now it's in the NFL. We, I think everybody riddled. needs to retreat back to their bubbles ASAP. I, I think we should take two weeks off, everybody. You know, we got three good games in. Let's take <laughs> let's take a week and a half, from, a week and a half from now. Um, since we played games four days ago, take a week and a half, and then let's start again. Like, get everybody healthy. Don't come in contact with each other. Let's just be good. Let's be good. I fear, especially with this week's headline, as of tonight uh that the Steelers and Titans shifting to week 7 or week 8 and shifting things around so they play during their bye weeks i fear this is the tip of the iceberg michelle how do you I, feel I-
0: I tend to feel the same way and we talked about it earlier you know with the the fact that these teams are traveling they're not bubbled you know you're you're down you're just opening yourself up to you know potential issues and and unfortunately this is you know really the first one but uh, the the big flag here from a fantasy perspective is you know because they have kind of you know flip-flopped a little bit on what the what the decision was going to be, which I also found was interesting. Like you should have had a protocol like in place for this, but Mm -hmm. seemingly that wasn't, you know, the case anyway, the big flag is since the game is being postponed until later in the year, there was originally some talk about it happening on Monday or Tuesday, in which case, if you had players in that game, the points still could have counted for week four. Now that it's officially postponed and it's going to happen later on, now it's it's essentially like they have a bye week this week, which means mm-hmm. those players are not in your lineup. They are not scoring points. Remove, 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 remove. That's harder to say three times move, in a row move, than one move. would think.
1: But sure, yeah, you?
0: that's. I mean, geez, they they certainly waited a long time to make that uh, decision.
1: Yeah, I think um, the only people and, and we'll get in we'll get into COVID strategy as much as we can. Again, no crystal ball. We'll get into that and start them, sit them in just a sec, but. I think the only people who are doing it right, and the only people who aren't getting obliterated by injury and also plagued by COVID, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it's the NHL. And yeah, the NHL did a great job. I mean, look, the NBA has done a great job, and yeah, they have. We'll see.
0: I think. I mean, MLB was pretty tough. They also didn't bubble, and there, were, you know, were folks traveling, you know, around the wild card. I think they ended up doing. I believe this is correct. Um, All three games of the series, there was no like home. Sorry, there was home field advantage. There was no flip flopping between um, stadiums. So, had the Yankees and Cleveland gone to a game three, it still would have been in Cleveland. They wouldn't have gone back Mm. to New York. So, I think if they imply or apply that strategy for the rest of MLB playoffs, that should you know be pretty good. They they fared okay, but that that is as close to bubbling as I feel like they can get. You know,
1: yeah. There's only so much we can do, and with a contact sport like I guess, like baseball, to me, that kind of feels pretty spacious, all things considered. But with the NFL, it was only a matter of time. So here we are in week four. I'm glad that other sports are eking their way across. NBA is just about done through the finals. Um, We'll see how the Lakers and Heat fare after this game, too. Uh, Congratulations to all you NHL fans getting to the Stanley Cup in general. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll just, I guess, as we do. I guess we should focus on some football now that we're through most other sports for the most part. Yeah, we got some good stardom situms this week, so I think we should get into it.
0: All right, everyone, it's time for Stardom Situm, which is brought to you by Champions Round and Kate. I just, I always say how excited I am for Stardom sit 'em. It's the it's best thing week. in the world. After after a loss, coming off of a loss, mm-hmm. you know, Stardom sit 'em, When you start to see people publish their their thoughts for the week, and you start, we start thinking about it. It just gets me in a good place. I feel like it's a fresh start every time I do Stardom sit 'em. and I hope everybody feels that way too. Well, you know
1: what, Stardom sit 'em, It's never been more relevant. I don't remember a time, and maybe I'm having particularly bad luck, but I think that's the theme of 2020. We've been over this. <laughs> yes. Uh, stardom Sittim has never been more relevant because every single one of you listening, some shit is going to happen. And it's, you have inevitably gone through something. Some sort gone... of IR
0: COVID madness has happened to you. So, Stardom Sittim is really important.
1: We we know, we know the PTSD you're having. We know it. We've lived it. We're having um, it currently. <laughs> we are currently navigating it and also reaping the benefits. If you're playing people every week, there's a new moment for PTSD for every single team. And so, having to navigate that, startum situm is more it's more pertinent than ever, but in some ways it's actually way more fun because the starts and the sits that you're making, they're bigger bets, you know? You're making like instead of you're making mountains instead of molehills you're making big bets on these players some of whom I have truly never heard of so i mean I think- that's the thing about this year this year is definitely putting
0: people through the ringer in many different mm-hmm. ways and and you're right it does you know a lot of times uh you know people draft their teams and like set it and forget it almost it's like you have your good guys you know you're not really playing around maybe you change up your flex or maybe you um you know have a bye week so you have to you know slot someone in or out but for the most part a lot of people you know this year are not going to be able to do that because every week there's something new and it
1: does require you to spend a little more time and effort i so agree i so agree well as we do we'll we're structuring stardom sit them the same way that we do we'll look back at last week and tell you who was boomer bust then we'll call out who your busts are really for for this week looking forward and and the key injury report for who you really can't play and then we'll get into week four start sits and and who you should pick up even if you've never heard of them <laughs> oh they're squeaky this year's theme Oh, sorry. I hear a little squeaky in the background. Hi, Bachi, the dog, <laughs> who is now the third personality on the show. Love it, love it, love it. Exactly. Um, so, what do you think about what do you think about last week's look back? And um, I, I kind of have a little bragging to do, but I think I was pretty lucky in this brag. Um, uh,
0: yeah, I definitely made a pretty bad call with Josh Kelly, and I'm gonna not take the full blame because Mm. every everyone every website every everything that i read to help inform myself about this show and how i want to play my team that week every single one was like josh kelly josh kelly josh kelly pick him up number one trending on the wave wire gonna have a huge week (laughs) guess what i fell for it i picked him up i played it that's not (sighs) what happened total bust Yeah, well,
1: you know what, and we also we preached the bad word on Twitter. I think we tweeted out something like, uh, "To whoever needs to hear this, Josh Kelly." Like that was it because we're sorry,
0: we're sorry. Sorry We no crystal ball, but still, that was that was a bust. And I think that uh, it was probably a, a, a a league a league-wide bust, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people were uh, bullish on him. So, unfortunately, that one didn't pan out. Doesn't mean he doesn't have, you know, upside, you know, going going forward. But last week was uh, was supposedly going to be his breakout week, and it just wasn't.
1: Yeah, and similarly, we, we had, well, Minshew – Uh, he was kind of a bust in some ways. Not hugely, but bigger than most people anticipated. And I know you had the Jags D, so I'm just sorry for the Jags Dolphins. Oh, that was the worst. What a bad stream. What a bad stream. I think I texted you like... uh, you can't do worse than like three or four points, and you ended up with two. And, and I had two, and I was like,
0: "Please, <laughs> please keep watching the game. I I guarantee I can do worse." Fitzmagic, dude. Fitzmagic was his boom. He wasn't his bust. And you know, I hadn't really watched. um I hadn't really watched a full Dolphins game, and you know, he he, he just looks like he's having so much fun, and the guys really like playing with him. So. You know, um, I think we said on the last episode, he's boom or bust. I thought he would be a bust last week against the Jags, but he was boom. So he's sort of keeping up his standard Fitzmagic. Like, you don't really know what you're Mm going to get, but when the going's good, it's going.
1: Yeah, I actually... When the going gets
0: good, I don't know what that phrase is. I totally messed it up, but you get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I I mean, I wouldn't have bet on Fitzpatrick just, like, to be one of the best that week. Uh, I picked him over Minshew, I think, like... yeah. (laughs) There's always, like, one or two glimmers for the Dolphins. There's also one or two glimmers for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I lived it as a Titans fan. Like, I have lived this life before. I know how he functions. And he's pretty much played on, like, 10 or maybe even, like, 12 teams. (laughs) I don't even know. He joined the league in 2005 or something. Um, But either way... He lit it up. That was a beautiful performance. It was really way more fun to watch than I anticipated, but it was really sad because everyone everyone obviously picked up everyone jags. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But I was I all for happens. Fitz Magic, so I'm glad he lit it up.
0: All right. And the last look back for last week, I'm gonna give it to you because this is a good this is a good brag right here, I think. Is it?
1: I feel yeah, you, like I have you a little drafted, bit of You drafted
0: this guy. this guy yeah. was this guy was probably before last week. Was probably available in the majority of leagues, but mm-hmm. you had already, you know, you had already snatched him up in the draft.
1: What can I say? I'm just, uh, I'm really going for it. That's why I had <laughs> my first win of the season last week. So <laughs> I'm getting back into it. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about 49ers strategy just across all the positional pickups for week four. So I know we'll get to that in a second, but yeah, McKinnon, he's looking good for this week. So we'll get into running backs and all that fun stuff really soon because i've got some thoughts but and i'm sure you do All too. Right. i know you do too
0: i totally do but before we before we do that we should just run through some key injuries with a sad emoji face next to it uh be aware mm. keep an eye on these things they're not great um chris godwin still out um for the bucks or was back and now is back out unfortunately mm-hmm. um man he was like one of my top three picks. So that one's really hurting the, uh, that one's really pulling at the heartstrings. Um, Dallas Goddard on um, the Eagles uh, tight end looking like that is a no-go. Chris Carson, Tariq Cohen, just more of these like big name, number one injuries. And Mm -hmm.
1: it, I hope that it stops soon. Seriously, it's too sad. I know. I don't want to have to read these off with the sad, like, wah, wah behind it every week. But they just, they keep piling, piling, piling up. And the tricky part is, a lot of the, man, the tricky part is, by the time a lot of these folks get back, who knows where the league will be? You know, a lot of these injuries are four to six weeks, if not season ending. But for the four to six weekers, what is like are they playing multiple games a week at that point are they you know are we doing like has covid totally shifted the schedule and now we have teams are they playing, playing on all? Tuesdays yeah. and
0: Wednesdays like oh, who knows who knows yeah. but yeah that's that's the rundown you know uh McKinnon that you just mentioned was originally you know listed on the injury report uh looks like no harm no foul there he'll be good to go uh but his uh his his Teammate, the colonel, um, still looking like we're not coming back quite yet this week. So, mm-hmm. keep an eye on him. Obviously, stash him. You know, he's he's not going anywhere. When I refer to him, I mean, Colonel Mostart. Um, mm-hmm. He's not uh, he's not going anywhere, but he's just not back quite yet. So, yeah, be aware. Keep an eye on all those. Uh, gosh, I hate bringing that that sad injury report every week.
1: We need the injury report, but what that leads us to is digging deep. And talking about week four starts and sits. Yes. All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast – or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. Okay, so, oh, sorry. Let me just write down the time code. Okay, so week four starts and sits. Who we got? Who are you thinking about? And um, I think just to kick everything off, we talked about this earlier just don't look stupid overall before we get into positionals as of Friday, October 2nd, the Titans and Steelers are not playing no game, no game this week. So if you'll leave either of those people, if you set it and forget it, like Michelle said earlier, you're going to look stupid. So don't look (laughs) stupid and don't play any Titans or Steelers players. But with that in mind and use that as a barometer for all of these positions, um, let's start, let's start with the fun stuff. Let's start with running backs.
0: Yeah, so a couple of names here uh, that stood out to me for this week. Uh, Carlos Hyde on on uh, the Seahawks. That's, I mean, Carlos Hyde has always been a force, but I think this is more so because of the Chris Carson injury. Um, and the Seahawks have just been looking amazing, so I would never be mad at picking up someone on the Seahawks. Um, Austin Eckler, we haven't really said his name a lot, but he's been having a great season um, thus far uh, with the Chargers. Leading the way, you know, for them. So I think that's another great start for him this week. Josh Jacobs, another one. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's been really, really strong for the Raiders. And then, you know, Mike Davis. So I think we brought up Mike Davis last week with the Christian McCaffrey, you know, um, injury, and a lot of people scooped him up. Good on you. He had a good week last week. I think he's set to have another good week. Look, we said this about Carolina. Their their offense is designed around a running back, like and and a and a pass catching running back. So mm-hmm. you know, Mike Davis is slotted into a great position there. He's going to get the looks um, while McCaffrey's out. So uh, I'm I'm sure at this point people have snagged him. Um, make sure you uh, make sure you have him in your lineup.
1: Yeah, and in general, in general across the starts. Um, Really important to do your research and do your reading on who's taking it again by committee and there's a rotation in that backfield. Um, which leads us to some of our sits. So there's some really great starts and really great second string, third string pickups you can look for. Like I'm stashing right now. Uh, you never know. Like um, At this point, you're I- right. You, know, you have no idea what's around the corner. You have no idea who's going to get COVID. So I'm just stashing running backs. I'm just going to throw that out to the world for starts. Maybe not even starts. But start, stash, and sit. Maybe that's the new segment uh, for 2020. <laughs> I like but it. Chase Edmonds on the Cardinals. Who knows how how far Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to get this season because he's a rookie. Uh, I have Tony Pollard. Not that I think Zeke is ever going to get hurt because he's a house. Feed him. But, um, you know, like those just, – just keep it in the back of your mind. Stack that bench because anything can happen at this point, and we're seeing it start to unfold with Titan Steelers. So that's, that's my little true. plug for start, true. start start Stash Sit, everyone's speaking new favorite pe- segment.
0: Speaking of people that you maybe shouldn't start or mm-hmm. stash, um, honestly, I don't know who watched the Giants game last week. God bless you. It was awful. Again. Like, just Again. don't play anyone on the Giants. I mean – I between you know we talked about the say look this is what I'll say about Saquon and I know you lost him and we we had talked about this a lot at the beginning of the season you know I I loved the prospect of Saquon the thing that was always scary about him was being on the Giants that mm-hmm. was that was the downfall right because always the team's, the team's not good I personally really don't think Jason Garrett is a good coach and so as much as Saquon you know had tons of upside. Nobody saw the injury coming. Obviously, you know, the, just being on the Giants was was a downfall for him. And and mm-hmm. now with you know Freeman, Lewis, Gallman in the backfield, I just the team just looked bad. And so yeah. I would just avoid putting a Giant in your lineup at all costs.
1: I can speak from personal experience. I have Devonta Freeman and Darius Slayton sitting on my bench. I thought they were maybe. I wanted to test them. We I should have told you to
0: play them just so that I could have beat you. Uh,
1: well, actually, Darius <laughs> Slayton performed better than... Uh, maybe it was my flex. Doesn't matter. Either way, um, yeah, not a great showing. And they just haven't... They're not hitting a stride. Like, they're just not. And clearly... I attribute a lot of that personally to the coaching staff. I'm not really that partial, um, but we'll we'll see how they shape it up. For now, sit any Giants players. That's for sure. A lot of you are t- you're taking chances. I hear you on Twitter. I we hear you on Instagram. We hear you on Twitter. We hear your questions. No no reason to take a flyer on the Giants right now. There's no upside. Um, no,
0: not at all. Zero.
1: And, and speaking of no upside. Um. remember not to get cute this week we talked about McKinnon being back on the 49ers it's not really breaking news by the time you hear this but just keep it in the back of your mind some people are getting cute picking up Jeff Wilson or trying to figure out like who is I mean, it
0: look he got a few looks last week I get it I, I understand why and again you know I get it but you know McKinnon McKinnon's back he had a great game as soon as you know Mo starts back it's going to be between the two of them yes Wilson may be in there for some plays may see a couple of looks but um, really that backfield belongs to, you know, most Arden McKinnon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep. Agreed. So don't be cute there. Don't, don't be like Michelle and I, I think I, oh God, I played Jordan Reed last week. Got cute. Not, not smart. Um, but one way or another that I think that's it for running backs for now. Um, Oh, I have some questions about wide receivers, but, um, first I want to hear where you're at. What are you thinking? Uh, I
0: think, uh, a couple of good, uh, starts or pickups, depending on, you know, where you're at in your league. Alan Lazard on green Bay looked amazing. Green Bay put up 37 points. Aaron Rodgers is looking really good. So that offense Ugh. is really strong. I know Scoff. you hate him, but the offense is looking strong and with Devonta Adams still out, you know, Alan Lazard se- seems to be the one picking up the looks in the wide receiver, mm-hmm. not, not Marquez Valdez Sc- Scantling, who I picked up. <laughs> Damn you. Maybe there's still some upside, but he didn't get it last week. Um, But yeah, Alan Lazard, uh, look at him. Will Fuller, we've definitely mentioned Will Fuller's name, you know, a few times um, on the show. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson and and Houston have a really good matchup this week. So look for for more really positive uh, play from Will Fuller. And then, honestly, I had some fun watching um, C.D. Lamb play. You know, like I, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's definitely you know they're finding stride over there. And so, again, probably not available in many leagues, but depends on how many how many teams you know there are. And and there were probably other Cowboys mm-hmm. receivers that maybe you went for first, but he seems to really be finding his stride over there with uh, with Dak and uh, the
1: Cowboys are, are looking pretty good. So I, I like him this week. I like that take. Can I um can I give you a flyer if you're really struggling in your league and you have nowhere to go? I like um, it. Give me a flyer. I think I'm going to regret this fully. I mean, I really do and we tweeted this too. This his name sounds like a waspy cereal, but Braxton <laughs> Barrios on the Jets. Um I feel similarly to this game as I did for last week's um, Jags-Miami game. I think that the Jets could actually do something. Why do I say that? Why do, You're probably, maybe you're thinking, Kate, you're fucking insane, which is true. But um, I think that the Jets actually might have a little bit of spark on a Thursday night game. They have something to play for, you know, like the limelight is always kind of fun. And... Um, Braxton Berrios has been putting up points like I am you know he's like he, he would be a nice flex or maybe like a wide out two or even three depending on your or league. maybe
0: if maybe look you could have had Juju Smith Schuster playing this week or so like you could add someone on Pittsburgh you definitely didn't know that this was not they yeah. weren't gonna play so there's there there is room and there's There's, you know, you got to make some sneaky moves at this point because you didn't see this uh, bye week coming for a couple of these teams.
1: Yeah, so if you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel there, I'm going to call out Braxton Berrios. I don't know why I have a feeling about the Jets. I know that that's going to come contested, and everyone feels good about the Broncos, but I do not. And Von Miller is out, and half of their team is out. And so I just feel like if the Jets are ever going to do anything, maybe it's on a Thursday night against. Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: look, Brady, I know it's different, but, you know, Brady kind of, you know, lit it up last week you know against that defense so you know you're right if there if there is a moment of of maybe. a glimmer glimmer of hope maybe maybe it's, maybe it's now
1: and then the Jets will go one and 15
0: but this could be the one
1: <laughs> this could be the one who do we,
0: who do we hate this week because I still hate everyone on the Giants even on the wide receiver end of the spectrum
1: it's not very helpful that uh, Darius Slayton has not done anybody any favors so I would continue to sit even though some people are vocal on him um, I'm trying to figure out, uh, this is a genuine question. I don't know how this is going to go. And I think probably poorly, but I'm trying to be touch and go right now and potentially pick up Hunter Renfro. He looked really good last week. Um, I'm meh on the Raiders. I like Derek Carr. I'm meh on the Raiders. Uh, and I'm not sure between Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs who have knee and hip injuries respectively. Um, Kind of tough to know. How. Yeah, that one's a little tough. I kind of like the way the Raiders
0: are looking. I mean, Waller is a stud, but you know, was having some some injury issues. Um, he's still listed as questionable for this week. So, I think if you're asking my opinion, I think you really need to see what happens with Waller to inform that that play. Yeah. You could pick him up if you have someone to drop, but. Um, if you don't, you know, don't go down that path quite yet, yeah. I would see what's up with Waller. I think Josh Jacobs is still, like, you know, they're their number one over there, um, obviously. But, um, yeah, I think you're going to have to see what happens with Waller um, because he does, you know, command uh, a lot of looks as their tight end. And if he's out, you know, as well as Henry Ruggs mm-hmm. being out, then, then maybe that move looks pretty good for, for Renfro.
1: Yeah, I just want to call him out because with those – with Jacobs and – and Waller potentially – now, I do think that they will play. I do. So maybe don't pick up Renfro in that case. I'm picking him up just knowing the injuries they have had and that they could potentially not play. And if they don't, I'm with you, Michelle. Maybe think about them in your flex. I don't know.
0: I like it. I like it. Any other, any other wide receiver takes uh, for you, Kate? Um
1: – No, I have none. Um, Where do you want to go next? I feel like tight ends have been especially fun this season because they've been so haphazard. I know. They kind of have been.
0: And, like, I don't know if we've mentioned this name in a minute um, because he's definitely one of those up and down kind of guys. But I really kind of like Jimmy Graham this week. I mean, I think he had, um, you know, a strong week last week um, against the Falcons, which is awesome. Um, I think the Bears have been playing, you know, fairly well um I also know that Nick Foles is you know now at the helm over there so I don't know you look at Jimmy Graham he had 60 yards two touchdowns I'm not saying he's going to get that same exact you know look and and uh, stat line this week but you know I like him he's reliable and um you know he's uh he's got a decent mass- matchup against the Colts
1: I like it and for speaking of old names we were making a joke of this earlier in the season I think in our Titans Tight, titans tight ends. Wow, those sound similar. I didn't realize. That. In our tight ends roundup to to start the season, um, we were joking about Greg Olson. Now uh, the rule of thumb still applies that even if its magic goes off, that's not to say that the uh, Dolphins are any good. So, uh, and also um, they need someone to look at on the Panther or uh, the 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 wait, he's on the Seahawks now. What am I talking about? I don't know what you're. talking I'm not sure where you're going with this ramble. Oh, because I am confusing myself. you think he's still? I was you thinking think he's, he's on the Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong. Okay, so uh, never mind. Never mind. We still love you, Greg Olson. I've always loved Greg Olson. What am I talking about? Sometimes I'm like, we record this at night, and I'm like, where? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, okay. Do not, do not pick up Greg Olson. That's wrong. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Who should we start? Who should we start?
0: Well, I still like Jimmy Graham. If Waller's playing, I like Waller. I mean, yep. we've talked about some of these names before. Noah Fant has been awesome. Your boy Jono has been awesome. So I think you are starting to see some pretty good staple guys. Um, I think maybe maybe Jimmy G gets in there. Who knows? We'll see what happens now that Mitch is benched and uh, Nick Foles is in there. You know, maybe it's one veteran to another veteran, and mm-hmm. that that could that could bode well for the for the Bears.
1: I like it. And then um, I see you snuck in a sit here. Um, this one's interesting. This one has been has been fussing with me quite a bit this season. But sitting Hayden Hurst, who would have ju- thought?
0: Seeing, I know I'm seeing mixed reviews, and and like I don't know. I'm just you know kind of feeling like maybe this week against Green Bay. I don't know. Not 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 the week. You know what not I mean? Not the week. But um, that's that was sort of where my gut was at on uh, on Hayden. I just can't believe
1: that the Falcons are losing like the, in I mean, in the larger yeah, scheme of things.
0: It hasn't been great. They're playing green Bay and I'm reading a stat right now that says the Packers have allowed the ninth fewest points to tight ends this season. So they're obviously watching for it. Um, and look, you know, if you got to pick someone I'm, I, that, that was my pick of uh, of a uh, sort of maybe a steer clear this week for the tight ends.
1: Yeah. I, I like that take. And also I'm just bummed about, the Falcons and I feel like I'm always bummed with the Falcons and Matt Ryan just like throws his arm off and he tries <laughs> to get them there and then they just never get there. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But I agree with that take and sitting Hayden Hurst because he really he hasn't really been delivering on the fantasy front. So and especially uh, with Green Bay defense. I just don't think it's the time. I think you're right. You. Um, here is a tough one. So moving into, moving out of tight ends and moving into quarterbacks, I am struggling. I am struggling. I'm going to tell, well, we talked about this before we turned our mics on, but for some reason, my app is telling me that Drew Brees is sitting this week and scoring no points. So I think it's glitching out. So that has me all sorts of riled up. Don't stress.
0: That is, don't stress.
1: Beyond that, um, really like a lot of QBs are boom or bust right now. So... Um, how are you feeling about must-takes and must-starts?
0: Um, you know, I've I read a lot of, like, everybody's high on Fitzpatrick. I, I just have a hard time, like, definitively putting him as a start, especially playing against Seattle. Seattle's 3-0. and They definitely have given up points, don't get me wrong. It just depends. I mean, it's so hit or miss with the Dolphins that it's very hard for me to, like, get, say 100% play him. That said... A lot of people have picked him up, you know, and he looked great last week. So, still, I'm, verdict's still out on me in terms of consistency for him. Clearly, he can have big games um, and, he's, and he's having a lot of fun doing it. But um, I think, you know, consistency wise, I'm just not totally sold on it. Um, we talked about, you know, Deshaun Watson. I think even last week with a really tough matchup, he had a good game. They're going against Minnesota this week. That defensive has been horrible. Um, and so I think uh, you're going to see probably those big numbers that you had hoped for um, with Jashawn Watson when you uh, drafted him this week. Um, I continue to be high on Joe Burrow. I'm yes. almost borderline getting to a point where I'm like, he's a must-start in your lineup. I don't even think it's like I'm getting close to that, and and not having to even you know question it. He gets better and better, you know, with uh, with with every game. He's playing Jacksonville. We've talked a lot about what happened with Jacksonville and their defense last week against Miami. I just I feel good still about Joe Burrow. And um, a name we haven't brought up very much, but I, I, he had a great game last week, and I like him this week, is um, Jerry Goff. Again, playing the Giants 0-3. You know, you saw what Nick Mullins did against the Giants last week, and he's the yeah. backup, yeah. like, over 300 yards, you know? So I, I think someone like Goff is poised to have a really good game, um, you know, this week as well.
1: Who are the – do you know who the 49ers are playing this week offhand? I should know because I have four of them in my on my roster. Uh, Philly. They're playing the Eagles. How's that going to look?
0: I think that's going to be a fun game to watch, to be honest. I think that's going to be an interesting game. Um, I, I, I was – extremely pleasantly surprised with how San Francisco looked last week you mm-hmm. know obviously no Jimmy G no most art but I mean Nick Mullins looked good and and I he spread, the, he spread the ball around there was a lot of guys touching you know the football last week so um I like it and and I I don't know I feel like Pittsburgh uh not Pittsburgh I'm sorry I feel like Philly's kind of been neither here nor there so No, their defense is,
1: you know, Philly. I mean, Philadelphia is scary, but there's just, it's not clicking this year. They don't look good um, for whatever reason. But um, I do want to see them on the up and up, obviously, because they're a fun team to watch. So I'm kind of confused about Philly D. Um, We're going to get into defense in just a second, but they're always, they're usually you can count on them, yeah, um not not really so much this season, which is uh, would, which is a bummer.
0: I would put one flag out there as uh Kirk Cousins, you know, against Houston this week. I, I worry that might be a bit of a tough matchup, so beware of uh of Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah. and can I put a final pin in the Fitz Magic conversation? Of course you can. Only because I really am and you experienced this last week and I think this was actually just bad luck also. But streaming D's is really very difficult this year because I feel like a lot of the defenses that I that you usually count on, right? Like the Eagles, the Seahawks, like who are the best defenses in the league? And then the flip side of the, the coin bills, is the like, Bills. The Bills have been killer. The Bill, yeah, exactly, exactly. But turn it on its head, like this year the Seahawks defense does not look good. Philadelphia does not look good. And it's really very weird. So I almost feel like if you have Fitzpatrick from last week, I'm not saying stardom. I'm also not saying sit him. Like if you're in a hard position playing the Seahawks this week and seeing how their defense has struggled for whatever reason, I don't know what's in the air. Um, but he's a maybe for me. I just want to put that out there. He's a maybe for me. It would probably be the last week that I keep him, and then I would drop him for week five. So if you're really in a bind, try it. Try it. But that's it. You won't get any more magic from Fitz.
0: <laughs> All right. And last but not least, we're going to talk defenses. I had a total meltdown. I don't know why I was so excited about the Je- – I was so anti-Fitz I don't know. I just – the Jaguars sucked last week on defense. It did not help me. Um, so I went right back to the waivers and streamed a new D, and I feel very happy about this one. Tell because me. in an ongoing trend of everything we've talked about here – I was able to snag the Rams who are playing the Giants and I feel great about it.
1: I feel great for you. I'm glad you got in there and were able to pick them up. Congratulations. I was Um, really,
0: really low on the waiver priority. So I was scared that I was not going to get him, uh, get them. But some by some miracle, I snuck it in there and I got them.
1: I think I can tell you exactly why. And that's because your team is in um, playoff contention and everyone below the line, like me, like seven and below. We're just, We don't have players, so players are getting (laughs) prioritized over streaming Ds. I actually, um, and speaking of, I sat tight with my Cardinals this week. But why are the Cardinals so good? Like, that's another one. Kyler! I'm I'm so confused. Like, their defense is good. Their defense is good. So I'm not streaming a D. I don't understand what's going on with defenses. I'm scared to pick anybody up that I trust.
0: <laughs> if you're if you're scared then yes, you should stay put where you're at. It's um, If it ain't broke,
1: it ain't broke right broke. now. The, the
0: Jags were broke. So I had to fix it.
1: Yeah, I think um, Cardinals playing Carolina. I-, I feel like Cardinals are sneaky. I don't know why I feel that way. I feel like everyone feels really good about their offense always and then writes off their defense. They've been performing well for me in fantasy, so I did want to call them out because they might be sneaky available for some reason. Hang on reason. to
0: them. Hang on yeah. to them. I like it. You may- For the first time in history, I might actually hold on to a, a defense for two weeks in a row because I have the Giants – giants match up this week and then you know the washington football team match up next week for the rams so you know what i might we'll see we'll tune in next week to find out what i decide to do maybe this will flop on its head too but i'm really excited about the rams this week
1: well with that epic stream i think that that brings us to the end of the episode and as always y'all you know where to find us uh hit us up on twitter at the underscore draft queens and follow us every single day. We'll be posting in your feeds uh, at the Draft Queens on Instagram. So go follow us, go listen to us, and uh, if you really like us on iTunes, if you rate us with five stars, and even leave a review if you really, really like us, it really does help a lot. So um, as always, thanks for tuning in. Don't get cute this week, and. Uh, That's it. Don't get cute. Do not get cute. Don't do do what I do. Yep. Don't get cute. Don't get COVID. Don't get
0: cute. Don't get COVID. Oh my God. I love it. We're ending it that way.